trình phát thanh dành cho đồng bào Việt Nam ở xa tổ quốc. Chương trình chương trình phát thanh cho, cho đồng bào Việt Nam. Chương trình chương trình dành cho đồng bào Việt Nam. So yeah, so welcome, welcome, bienvenue to a special episode of the Hot Podcast. This time we are going back to Europe, to the uh, Kingdom of Belgiums. So we have a very exciting panel for you guys. Uh, this week we have the, uh, the now the German Punisher Hui Duan. What's up, guys? What's up? Yeah. And then What's we up, have dude? the uh, wannabe Aussie Derek Nguyen. Hi. Good, good day to you. Um, and also joining us is our special guest. Uh, you know, he uh, he's our resident Belgium. He started comedy in uh, 2014. He's now comparing uh, office parties and Bobis Bobis first. And his spare time, he likes to play the Eastern <laughs> European villain in all movies and TV show in the Flanders region. In such slap jokes here. Uh, please welcome Sergei Lubuchansky, everyone. Woo! What's up? Uh, how are you, man? How are you, man? Yeah, so let's do a bit of catching up. Uh, how are you guys doing? How how's life? How's COVID? Um, so, uh, which I'm just gonna start with you, Sergey, uh, since we're, you're the guest. Okay. So, uh, yeah, life is life. <laughs> so uh, there you have it. Free. That's good. Con- yeah. Condensed. So maybe concise. Concise. Maybe I should elaborate. Please do, please. Oh, okay, thank you. I was waiting for that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, well, I'm in the kingdom of Belgium. Well, Belgium's it's uh, not plural. Um, it's a small country where everybody hates their neighbors, and uh, we thrive on uh, racism and sexism to make comedy work. So I've not been getting much work lately, <laughs> um, because you know inside I'm a very small lesbian girl. And people don't want to believe that. Uh, other than that, I've been uh, acting a lot uh, in uh, lots of uh, TV shows here. I usually play a Russian gangster or a Chechen gangster, just an Eastern European gangster. Like if you think of Liam Neeson, you know, he's got a particular set of skills. I'm the guy on the other side of the phone saying, yes, well, your skills fuck you. Uh, and that's how I make my living. So uh, I am uh, very much pro cultural appropriation and fat casting. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it uh, because it pays my rent. Other than that, we are in lockdown uh, once again. So uh, uh, its curfew starts at midnight. Uh, you can't buy alcohol after eight o'clock at night. Uh, well, for Australians, that's just regular life. Uh, but uh, for oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> sub dude. Uh, for uh, for for uh, Belgians who thrive on uh, alcoholism, um, it's a bit of a same same. I've been to Australia. You really can't compare. <laughs> really, it's really not. Oh, the lord! Oh, the lord! Like I've, so, I've, <laughs> I've seen people in Australia get kicked out of a bar for being drunk. So. That's the whole point of going to a bar if you're in, in Europe. You go That's to a true. bar, That's you, true. Bar, That's true. you shout at everybody, and then, and then, and then you go to the next bar. 
because they're open till six o'clock in the morning, like in every normal country they should. That be. is true. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, and I, I worked as a bartender before the before the before the the the, the plague, uh, and uh, I miss I miss I miss the bar. So yeah. And also true. also my my contract ended. I just found out about it yesterday. Uh, that means I have to apply for welfare. But I only found out because my other colleague uh, found out about it. So I called my boss yesterday. I sent him a message. I said, like, hey, man, so is my contract finished or, or what? Because then I will have to get the papers to get the welfare. And he didn't answer the question. He just said, yes, yeah, sure, I'll send you the papers. So uh, very <laughs> passive. So that's a yes. <laughs> so it's a very passive-aggressive yes. It's a very, yeah, thank you for nothing. Um, but he's a bit of a cunt. So that's my life. That's my life in a nutshell. I have a girlfriend for now 15 months, so I'm very happy that I have something to do. Um, other than that, yeah, there's not much happening. We're doing lots of small shows here. I started a podcast. I started a radio show just because I got to keep busy. Uh, that's, that's, that's it. And I, I've like for the first six months, I would write a joke every day for like Facebook, Instagram, you know, trying to keep up with everything. And, uh, after a while, I just gave up. It's just, it's just. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've got such a shitload of jokes still about burning koalas from last year. Like, when am I gonna do those? (laughs) Like, like, there's no time for me. Like, we already moved over like 25 crises further. Just got so much material from beginning of 2020. I will never get to those jokes. Um, So that's that's fucked. I mean, you just uh, perfectly describe what our communities are going through uh, since uh, pan- since the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we uh, <clears throat> because uh, yeah, we so we well, me and the other Vietnamese comedian, we just started this podcast. We asked ourselves, uh, you know, yeah, what are we going to do? Let's do a podcast. And my housemate also has a podcast. He's a comedian, so you know, we have two podcasts in our uh, in our flat. Uh, that's what we like to call it, the uh, pod flat. You know. <laughs> Is that, is that the reason? Is that I was thinking most because you get high. The, the pot flat sounds something like the pot flat sounds the, so, it's like a place you go to when you need pot. The pot <laughs> flat sounds like something like a target for a fucking police raid. Exactly. The yeah. pot flat sounds like something that <laughs> that sounds like a very badly chosen code word for a WhatsApp message. Where will oh I see God. you? Will I see you at the pot flat? And then you know, so will the police. Bring the cash. Bring the yeah. cash. Yes. Yeah, bring the cash. Bring the cash. So, okay. yeah, no, what about you guys? Um, Hui Duan, how's uh, Germany? Uh, Germany is, uh, is doing alright, I think. Like, uh, but, uh, I, I, I heard that the lockdown is going to be at the end of January. And then, so right now they are starting to vaccinate a lot of people at the moment. Uh, yeah. Mm. And actually, I heard that, you know, in the south of uh, Germany, in Bavaria, they actually, they are allowed, they, uh, so there's this new law, is that like when you go out, uh, in those places, you have to wear like a proper mask that you buy from a pharmacy instead of like a piece of cloth or yeah. just, uh, yeah, just some random, uh, face mask Same that you, you found on the street. So yes. It's very, uh, tough right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's also very good advice not to pick up masks you find on the street. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I learned that the, the hard way, you know. <laughs> you and that was the last time we see Hui for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, never pick up, yeah, that's a very important message. Uh, don't pick up masks you find on the streets. 
We had a friend of us who did that before going to the night shop. We were supposed to go to the night shop. And he's like, I forgot my mask. Oh, look, there's one here. And he just, and he just picks it up and we're all like sitting like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's like, if why? You die, if you die, you deserve everything which happens to you. Oh my God. Lovely. retard. <laughs> the choices we make, guys. It's the choices we make. I mean, it's natural selection. Uh, this, this is what this pandemic is all that about. That is definitely yeah. yes. That yeah. smoking oh people my. will die. Uh, <laughs> right, and uh, well, Derek is die early. Yeah. We are going to die. Um, we are going to die one day. So, Derek, how's uh, Australia? I mean, you're a bit freer than us uh, at the moment. In Europe, bleak. Uh, freer, you know. <laughs> bleak. No, <laughs> <laughs> Australia is fine. Um, I cannot say for other states because I don't know how the fuck they're doing. Apparently, the bunch of idiots. I don't fucking care. Um, Victoria is doing okay. My like Melbourne is doing pretty okay. Everyone's outside. You know, restaurants are opening up back up again. Um, you know, crackheads are roaming the streets once again. Uh, people are getting fucking drunk and get thrown out of bars, stand bar fights and shits again. Which is nice. Good old Strip time. clubs are about to be opened back up again, I, yes. I'd assume. You're in Dublin. Shut the fuck up. Oh, are you in Dublin? Or are you I'm in Dublin. Dublin. some other city? Yeah, there you go. I'm in Dublin. Yeah. What That's, do yeah. you... you can't compare Dublin and the strip clubs to Australian strip clubs. Like a bunch of pasty ginger girls. No, I'm not. They all, actually, they're all Brazilians it's a now. Beautiful suntan people from you know from the South Gold Asia. Coast. You know, just, just beautiful. And then it was like, like the other day, I was in a city and I walked by this. Um, I think uh, this strip joint called the Centerfold. Like, if there's any Australian male listening to this with their girlfriend. Do not fucking bail on me. You cannot pretend that you don't know that fucking place. Okay. Anyhow. <laughs> Um, there was like this, just a range of Asian chicks standing in the front of it. I'm just like, just, this is gentrification or what? Like, is this like equality of race? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, rarely do I see like Asian strippers. Like, and then there's the, just like a range of them, like in front of a joint. I was just like, <laughs> and cool, cool. So cool, how much? Cool. Uh, so how much money did uh, did you lose uh, at that place? Uh, Bro, I'm fucking broke. Like I can't <laughs> even get through the fucking door. Let alone, let alone spray. Do they offer a free buff- breakfast buffet? I'm just... <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I could, I, I guess, I could pull like a lollipop out out of someone's. So you crack, can, but you can like pretend, you can pretend like you're there to pick up your sister or something, you know? Like, <laughs> oh my, oh my god! <laughs> pick up your sister from work, you know? Like I'm uh, on the way, got her homework. I'm just, I mean, it off. it's probably possible because my last name is Nguyen, which is like super fucking common for Vietnamese. So if I say I'm, I'm just Nguyen. Like, that's my sister. At least six of them will raise their hand. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's actually the, I think, uh, from what I read, it's actually the the eighth most popular surname in Australia at the moment. Really? Apparently so. I mean, like, there was was a list of, like, all the surnames, and, you know, like, there was a few... Yeah, so we're just like huge in Australia. But that makes total sense because Australia's got like a really big Asian population. Uh, when I was oh, in yeah. Australia, there was, there was, that was the one thing I really was amazed about. I've never seen racism against Asians 
um, before I came to Australia. It was the first I was like, how's that? Why? I didn't realize it was like a thing that happened. And then I went to Australia and I realized that's a thing that like really happens. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was, <laughs> yeah. That was next level. I was, my girlfriend was studying at the Macquarie University. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's uh, under Sydney. And, uh, we were, we got off the bus just to go to the university and there were a bunch of uh, Asian kids, I mean, Asian kids walking in front of us. And just the car pulled up to them, shouted something at them, kept driving. And it was like, what the fuck just happened? And my girlfriend was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's Australia. That's what happens. That's Australia. Yeah, that's they're Australia. Just, they just, Can't they just, confirm. Yeah, they just, they just shout shit at you and they just drive on. Like, all right. Yeah. I mean, I, I got, I got yelled at. Yeah, I got yelled at by like a really fat dude on a, you know, mobility scooter, which is I, what I, I call fat people scooter, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, the footer. Yeah. <laughs> the footer, yes. Yes, yes. Um, and then this guy was like, was like driving down, um, opposite direction to me walking. And he was just like, just shouting some shit. I was having my headphones on. Um, and I was like, what? I turned around. I'm like, what? And he just shouted. I, I think he, he turned around. I was like, go back to your fucking country, you fucking cunt. And I'm like, not on that fucking scooter. I'm not. And he's just fucking, he's just, holy shit, holy shit, he just unleashed hell. But then, because he was so fucking fat, he didn't, he couldn't do a U-turn. Fat jokes. Oh, we're gonna get cancelled. We're gonna get cancelled. We can all get cancelled because he was a fat man. <laughs> he was a racist. You know, racism, body shaming. You know, we can cancel each other out. You know, I, I, feel, I feel like as an Asian, you can be able just to use the stereotypes to fight for those situations. Like instead, yeah. like somebody says something, you just you just turn around or Bruce like and go like, Whoa! and just use that to your advantage. Because like that's that's the kind of idea we have. For like like white people, that's we all think like all Asian people know martial arts, right? So you just use that to your advantage. I, yeah, it's true. Yeah, like like the other day, I, yeah, it's fucking weird. Like the other day, I was going uh, to this art gallery with my friends, um, and there was like this wall, right? So like, there's like this artist, this photographer, Korean photographer. Uh, she took pictures of a lot of like maybe like a hundred young Koreans mm-hmm. to show the variety of faces, and I was just like a bunch of white people there, and I just said as loud as possible, and I'm like, look. All Asians don't look the same. And they just like stared at me and I'm just like, yes, that is true. And they were like, this Japanese person is correct. <laughs> Those are my cousins. <laughs> oh, that's my cousin on, on the wall. Yes. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. 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 You usually when I, when I'm in Germany or in Belgium, like people keep shouting, ni hao, ni hao to me. Oh really? Oh my god. That's fuck. That's, that's just dumb. I don't know why people just try to impress other people with like either like just ni hao or if Vietnamese is like sin tao or you know namaste. I'm like that is literally just going up to a white person saying hi. Yeah. No, I mean like over here people just ask me if I ever seen uh, the deer hunter, you know. I get a lot, I get a lot because I'm Russian, like some friends that just, every, every time they come across a Russian video online, 
they have to send it to me for some reason. So I always, <laughs> I, yeah, like, uh, how do you respond? Something. I always say, hey, man, every time I come across a pedophile online, I don't send this to you, do I? Fucking Bella. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, and then, they're, and then they're like, wow, how come you come across pedophile shit? I said, well, how come you come across Russian shit? I don't know. It doesn't really happen that much. But it's, it's still, it's still, they always have like, they always, it's funny when people only want to think about your stereotypes. And I've noticed in comedy that once you try to steer away from the stereotypes, the audience get very sad. Like, that is true. This is true. This Aww. is actually true. They're like, come yeah. on, come on, do, do your thing, do your thing, do your thing, funny boy. Do the accent, do the accent, do, do the, the accent. Give us a martial arts. Oh my god, yeah. Show us how to cook rice. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like I perform here, and then like I have a lot of like Asian comics. Um, they have a lot of Asian comics coming up, and obviously they're like from you know. Um, not from Australia. Some of them are not from Australia and they have an accent. And all the stereotypical jokes that they do are really fucking funny. Yeah. And then I came up and I don't have an accent and like it kind of threw people off a little bit. Oh shit. Then it's not funny anymore. Then it's yeah, it's not funny anymore. It's just being racist. It's like, it's like if I if you cover my face and it's like Asians eat rice, people are just gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Oh my god, he just said that. I can't believe. Oh my god, oh. Jenny, did you just hear him say that? Yes, I did. Oh and my god. god. Yeah. Oh my god. And then my 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 name on stage is also Derek, which is white as fuck. <laughs> that is a white name. Mm. Yeah, that is, that is definitely a white name. Why, yeah. why, why, why did your parents want you to integrate, uh, harder in, uh, in, in, were you born in Australia or were you born back, uh, back in Vietnam? I, I, I was born in Vietnam, man. I moved here like four years ago. Oh, so is that a self-chosen name? Like, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I panicked on an airplane, so. I always love like how Chinese people they choose their own names and then oh. <laughs> what's your name and they say like oh no 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 like a thousand of the different like, but you can call me Alice <laughs> what yeah that's, that's, that's so weird just say oh, your man. real name just say your real name is going to be much more normal yeah oh, I, man. actually I still I still remember that uh, the first time I, I did comedy in Belgium with the, with you, Sergey, you remember that time? I just, so I just said, hey man, uh, I'm Hui, and then Sergey just went, hey, do you know that Hui in Russian is a dick? <laughs> yes, that's the funniest thing ever. Hui means dick and balls, like the whole, you know, beans and sausage, basically, in Russian. So it was like, every time I, I, I would snicker every time I said your name when I was comparing, I'm not gonna lie. That is Hui it. Dong! Yeah, yeah, exactly. You dong. You know, dong. It's just like doubling down on the idea. <laughs> Come to the stage. Ding dong. Yeah, you, you would do great in Moscow. That would fucking roll. Like, you know, that would say your name. You go on stage and people already just start laughing. You're like, you're just the same set for 10 minutes, man. My name is Guidon. My name is Guidon. I, I came to do a tight five. And then, you know, that's, 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 <laughs> that's a good, good career move for who you do. Just move to Russia, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, I think that's, um, that's enough uh, catching up. Uh, we're just going to go to our first uh, segment.
Uh, but before that, uh, for this little, for this podcast, uh, we have this little rule, uh, is that, so we have a zero tolerance policy on puns. Uh, so if you do, so during the, this entire recording, if you do a pun, you will have to mute yourself for one minute, except for the host. Ui, you're in a lot of trouble, mate. <laughs> you're in a lot oh, you believe me, believe me. I mean, there's been several episodes uh, like that. <laughs> right. What, uh, if, what if I, I, I throw a pun in like ASMR style? Does that help? Uh, that's two minutes. Okay. That's <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess our first segment will be um, to do with uh, food. Uh, and it's guide to mussel and fries. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah. Belgium is obviously is famous for is famous for mussel and fries. Um, it's actually my one of my favorite dishes uh, when I when I came over to Belgium. Uh, yes, yeah, so, mussel and fries. Mussel and fries. Um, Sergey, what do you yeah. <clears throat> what can you tell us uh, tell our audience about mussel and fries? Well, if, so if I'm supposed to explain mussels and fries to idiots, yeah, yes. it's a food which Pretty you much. eat. <laughs> That's a that's a Russian responder. It's it's a food that we eat. Exactly, because if if all the food eat, you eat, you put in face, you heavy, okay? You dirty food face. No, okay, I can, I, can, I can explain. So there's a big thing about the fries. The fries is is that all over the world, the fries are called French fries, and that's yeah. connected to the First World War when English Tommies, English soldiers, came over here and they saw the the, the French speaking soldiers. Cutting up the fri- fries in the French way, uh, the, the potatoes, which means in the long, long strokes like this, mm. uh, and then frying them in, in, in oil, uh, in, usually in animal fat as well. And because of that, when they came back, they started calling them French fries. But the Belgians say that, uh, it was actually Belgian soldiers that spoke French. So it's actually <laughs> Belgian fries. So when you come here to Belgium, you never see French fries on the menu. You always see like very proud Belgian fries. For some reason, a Flemish lion national symbol next to it. Um, <laughs> that, that is right. <laughs> Nationalism at its best. Yeah, it, it is. It is not its best. Uh, the mussels. The mussels. The cool thing about the mussels. The mussels that you eat. The mussels. They are cooked in uh, either water or beer or white wine, mm-hmm. and you can only eat them when they completely open up. Because if they hasn't opened up, that means that they haven't steamed enough. And you might get uh, severe indigestion if you eat those. So that's the only two things you have to know about them. Uh, you have also very nice little mussels to it when they have the, the gratin, when they put like some um, uh, some uh, gr- grated cheese on them. And in the mm. oven, it's very tasty. Uh, but one big problem with the mussels, they make you fart like hell. So if you go on a date with a pretty girl, uh, you don't order fucking mussels. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if if she orders mussels, she's a keeper, right? Right, right. Because she don't give a fuck. Because then you know she don't give a fuck. She'll put out. But uh, (laughs) otherwise, otherwise, there's it's not a good idea. Also, which which very goes very well with fries is beer. So beer Mm -hmm. and fries is a combination made in heaven. Because if you have if you have if you drink lots of beer, the only good thing like that can can keep the beer down is basically the fries. They absorb the fat absorbs all the alcohol. And you can keep drinking. So Belgians, they they live on that shit. Like students, I think uh, who lived in uh, in Leuven, in Louvain, and uh, that's basically the students' diet: fries mm. and beer fries every and day. Mm. And they're barely making it through your first year. <laughs> that sounds appealing and depressing yeah. at the same time. Yeah, I had a, I had a week of that when I was in uh, 
Leuven, uh, with yeah. three years or so. I don't know, yeah, I, I got addicted to uh, muscles, man. Uh, call me muscle here. Yeah. But yeah, so- that's uh, some interesting facts right there. And also, definitely, and, um, also in Vietnam, we like to eat, uh, things that come from shells, like snails. Oh, right. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna have one of our, I know our Vietnamese panel to talk about, uh, eating, uh, snails in Vietnam. Which one? You want to start with? Uh, let's start with, uh, start with Derek. Uh, what? <laughs> it's been a while. Snails, man. It's been a while too long, man. <laughs> I like how you zoned out during the question, like, yeah, 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 sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's my normal mode, man. It's like fucking 2 a.m. in the morning here. Um, wow. snails? Fucking love them. Seriously. I do. Uh, also, it's weird because, uh, people here love snails so much and it's also a very romantic thing to do. A lot of people go on dates eating snails, which is when you say it, it sounds fucking stupid. But it's, I don't know. It's, it, I, I, personally, I love it. You know, never actually went on a snail date before. But there are a lot of, there are a lot of like love hotels next to like, um, snail restaurants. So, so you kind of make the connections. Mm. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Can, can you please describe to me what's a snail date? It sounds very, it sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> sounds, well, I mean, is that like a Portuguese omelet? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that like? Very a slow pace. I'm it's, uh, it's, it's, it's slow paced. It's quite, it's quite sensual. It's on the skin, a little bit wet and moist. And definitely sticky. Uh, definitely. Oh, oh, definitely sticky, man. It's, you really if, you, gotta... if, 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 if you touch your fingers like that and, uh-huh. uh, and it's a bit, it's a bit streaky, then, uh, yes, that's a yeah. snail date for you. Yeah. It's a bit of salt as well. I like how you did this. This is like, uh, this is how you make the snail come. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you test the, the sponginess of the snail. Yes. Oh, the sponge. Oh, that's good. Oh, well, lovely. Oh, oh, oh wow. Well, okay. Yeah. I, 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 I just, I, I, <laughs> uh, P- P- Peter is gonna come for me. Peter is gonna be like, "This is animal abuse," and I'm like, Wait, "Yes." Is, is is a snail considered an animal? I don't fucking know, man. Anything is not human. Peter comes from. So ah, so is Ivanka considered a snail? Uh, no, that's stupid. <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> Are there any Russian style n- snails or mussels? You know, like, uh, you guys cook them, uh, uh, you guys cook them in, uh, the blood of your enemy, or something like that. <laughs> or vodka. Yes, yeah, so just, well, we just use the eye sockets, uh, to eat the snails out of, we just, you know. I'm just gout. <laughs> just, yeah, just trump them in there. No, I don't think, I think in Russia, Russia, we do eat a lot of fish and things from rivers and seas and so forth. Uh, but I, I don't, it's a big thing from Russians to go like to France or to Europe and then to act like, yes, I eat snails. I am very, I am very educated. Look at me with this really weird fork trying to fish my way inside this animal. Um, <laughs> I have studied literature and also killing people with bare hands. Um, it's, it's, I don't know, man. We know in Russian, Russian food is basically poor people food. So, mm. Big thing in Russia is soup. 
Yeah, basically what you yeah. do is just you get a big pot of water and you throw anything you have in your house in it. There's like a famous famous Russian Russian uh, fairy tale about a soldier who comes home and he's got no food and he makes soup out of an axe. He just puts the axe into the soup and then he just throws all kinds of other shit with it as well. But the joke is like, look, he made soup out of eggs. It's fun. Fucking uh, so, <laughs> <Okay>, Russian <laughs> fairy tale is brutal, man. Russian fairy tales are so brutal. Russian history is... I always make the joke that uh, Russian history basically reads like the worst episode of Game of Thrones. Like, uh, every <laughs> wedding is a... Christ, every wedding. wedding. <laughs> every wedding is a red wedding. You know? <laughs> the winter is not coming. The winter never left. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have we don't have uh, we don't have uh, dire wolves. We have dire circumstances. That's, that's, that's a big difference. That's a big difference. Oh man, that's great. Now you, you only have bears instead of dire wolves. I like the fact that in Russia there's uh, every year. Just like to explain you the kind of warm uh, biotope in which I grew up in is that in Russia we have every year still a special statistic uh, of of people killed by axe. <laughs> So just just think about that. Like this year, we had this many axe murderers <laughs> to make soup, right? So, to make so, soup, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they were only making soup with somebody's eyeballs, basically. Yeah. But I like the fact that it like still exists every year. They go like, okay, so this is the economy uh, of the of this country. So this is how many people went to college. This is how many went to went, went, went to university. And this is how many people were slaughtered by an axe. head chopped off. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> fuck, that fucking blows my mind. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, if, uh, it's like America with school shootings. You, then in Russia, you have uh, school axing. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> just throwing axes. <laughs> <It's> exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's casualties, but, you know. <laughs> I do have to say one thing about the school shootings. and I'm not, I mean... I'm not saying that all American children are horrible people, but there must be a reason why they keep shooting at them. Oh my I mean, can we just God. all agree that not everyone is innocent? There must be some of them that really deserve to die, and the world is a better place for it. So, you know, you just have to, like, nobody has a good life at the school, and then just, like, randomly wakes up in the morning, I'm going to shoot some Avril Lavigne, and then shoot up half of my school. No, there's a bully, and you want the bully dead. So, you know, just say... That is that is very and that's a very good point. Very, I mean, that's a must, very good point. There must be some people that really deserved it. Mm, so, yeah, yeah. yeah yes. I mean, like the perpetrators tend to be people who were bullied. So you know they're exactly seeking vengeance. That's that's true. Definitely. That's true. Very unstable people as well. Like I, I, I a lot of a lot of kids are just like. Um, also, it's the school dynamics is always very toxic because if you're yeah. out like an out. You know, uh, outsider. Like, no one would play with you because that they risk being also an outsider with you. Yeah. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Hmm. That's dark as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, uh, <laughs> I think we we move from uh, muscles to school shootings uh, <laughs> rapidly. Um, I think we're just gonna go to our next cuisine. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, suck my beer, uh, guys. Uh, I like how quickly you move that. So yeah, that was that uh, segment. Okay, let's go to the next segment. Okay, uh, oh beer, beer, guys, beer, beer. <laughs> yeah, 
It was like a muscle scooting. Ah, uh, beers, yes, beers, Belgian beers, Belgian also also for the beers. Yeah. Well, you kill people after a few beers as well, and I, I can definitely kill a person right now for a beer from the past. It's been it's up. Last time I worked in the, in my pub was 16th of October, and the pub has been closed since. Uh, so Jesus, that's wow. that's that's just sad, man. I yeah, feel man, for it you. Is, it yeah. is sad. I mean, it's even worse in uh, in Dublin because uh, there are pubs in Dublin that haven't been open since March last year. Oh shit, son! Yeah, well, we have a Jesus. Case. The night pubs are closed here also since last log- since the beginning of the lockdown. <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah, they divided like pubs because since the pandemic, they divide pubs into two types. So you have right. So you have pubs that do serve food, so those are still allowed to open as restaurants, and then you have uh-huh. that serve food, uh, and they are called wet pubs. Uh-huh. Uh, wet pubs, and those have been closed since um, March last year, particularly in in the Dublin area. Right. Our pub uh, fixed that because we were only selling alcohol, and we're open till till late at night, till four o'clock. But then we realized, like, if we don't sell food, we have to close. So our uh, our boss decided, uh, from now on, we're gonna sell hot dogs. And uh, those were the, the the worst hot dogs you ever had in your life. But people would like they, they came in, but they want the beer, so like, uh, just give me that fucking hot dog as well. <laughs> just look at it with hate. <laughs> Order the thing. Don't even eat it. Just keep drinking. I'll, I'll eat it in a minute. I'll eat it in yeah. a minute. Yeah, because in Ireland, uh, it has to be like a substantial meal over, over nine euros. So that you can, what? You can order a drink. You find so, a substantial so meal. Substantial. Over nine euros. Over nine, up over nine euros. That's How much does a pizza cost over there? Oh. Good. Ooh, uh, well, I think, yeah, I think that's around what a pizza would cost. Nine, nine euros would be pretty fair. You, you can get good, good shit in Ireland. Some food is pretty cheap in Ireland. Like I had a few of those uh, fish, uh, those chip shops. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 they they have this this disgusting thing which I love, which is a box of fries with uh, some kebab on it and cheese. Oh I don't yeah, know yeah, how yeah. it's called. It is filthy as fuck. I loved it. Like a munchie box, I think. Uh, what? Uh, like chips on top of uh, meat on top of chips and cheese? Yeah. So no, it's just just a box with all the things together. Basically, yeah. The, the in Melbourne, we have that too. Yeah, it's 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 horrible. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really bad for you, but it's fucking great. Four o'clock in the morning is the best thing you leave. It's oh man, I literally, literally, I just did that like three days ago. I shit <laughs> you not. Oh, lucky bastard. Uh, it's called here. It's called halal snack pack. It's it's literally every fucking joint, every fucking kebab joint in Melbourne has a fucking item on the menu called HSP. (laughs) And people, some of them just order it all their lives and don't know what it means. Halal snack pack sounds like a lunchbox for a nice terrorist. Nothing which your, your mom gives uh, you to get up with the AK forty seven in the morning. So <laughs> it's like here's here's your AK, here's your HSP. Fun that you had at school. Yeah. Don't forget your Quran. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. Um <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, like so many yeah. like varieties of beers are there in uh, in Belgium. Uh, oh, <laughs> I like oh, your to... steak on point. You're man. You're you're, you're, you're you're good. You're good. Uh, <laughs> I can't swear. <laughs> just like no, 
not getting. We're not gonna get cancelled this one, okay? So they're, they're about. Uh, they used to be around 1,100 varieties of beers, 1,500. They came back to about 800 of beers lately. But the thing with the beers in Belgium is that you have lots of small breweries. Uh, they have a very small uh, output of of, uh, of production. Uh, the main beers there are not that many of, but every year some breweries disappear and other come. And basically, uh, the most interesting thing about Belgium, in my account, is that the biggest problem every bar and pub has is having the right amount of glasses, because every beer has its own glass. So sometimes the big problem is is that you, you have the beer but you don't have the glasses. Yeah. Of course, everyone, what everyone does, everyone nicks those glasses. There's every every bar, every bar. You just all the time just realizing every shift. Oh, they stole another twenty, thirty glasses. That's that's working <laughs> the pub here in Belgium. Lovely. Because the glasses are very cool, man, and they do they do uh, have a big difference. If you drink something from a glass which is not made for that special kind of beer, uh, it doesn't foam well enough. And it doesn't taste well enough, so after a while, as a professional alcoholic, you get to realize, uh, oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it doesn't really it's matter. It's very classy, I, right? I quit drinking beer a year ago, and I haven't had a hangover since. That's good. That's <laughs> that makes sense. That that yeah. checks out. That checks out. The fact checks out. Yes. Mm. I only drink I only drink liquors, and uh, I can tell you, uh, I am, uh, like, three days ago, me and my girlfriend were just staying at home. And I had a bottle of vodka. I drank two thirds of the bottle. She drank one third. Next day, we woke up at nine o'clock in the morning. I was fine. There was no headache, no nothing. But I did like we do in Russia. So you have a shot of vodka and then you eat something like a bit of, you know, sausage, cheese, whatever. Yeah. And, and fucking apple. <laughs> Just like sausage, cheese, apple. Like, yeah, apple, fuck? apple. Anything goes. The, 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 the most favorite thing is pickles. Like sweet pickles. Uh, uh, ah, see, see, see. And it's very good. And you just, mm. and the crazy thing is the next day you wake up, you feel like, okay, my head isn't completely, but you don't have that horrible hangover, which you get when you have like, you know, 20 beers. Uh, that is, well, it's been a, yeah. it's been a very The beer time. hangover is the, the worst one because hangover, yeah. it also, it gets you really fucking bloated. So you can't sleep well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you yeah. load it, and then you really, you really want to just, just, just stuff your face with food, like anything. yeah, just like and then order like a H HBS or a how how the HPV pack, or whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, HPV pack, <laughs> HPV pack for for the college uh, kids. Uh, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, oh, if you want to try beer in Belgium, there there are a few things which are fucking awesome. And my favorite one is that there's a city called Ghent, and in Ghent there's a bar, the Duoteva, where you uh, order um, quack. And quack is a very yeah, big yeah. beer, which got a, a round, this kind of, um, uh, how do you call that, a receptacle. Like a sand clock, you know, yeah, like a like sand clock. Down, yeah. Downstairs, and then goes like this up to the side, and you drink it with a special handle. Uh, um, uh, a wooden handle for which the glass is put and you drink it very slowly because if you drink too fast the whole part which is downstairs will just uh, quack in your face basically and, uh, and quacky is also which is what you call a cum load in Dutch um, uh, so that's that's the joke uh, but in that special bar the glass itself is for half a liter and if you order that you have to give your shoe to the bar owner he puts it in a little basket. The shoe goes up to the ceiling, 
and you only get your shoe back when you uh, when you finish the beer. So what? What I, the fuck? So what oh, I like to do when I was still a tour guide there, I would take like a group of fifty Russians over there, make them all order that glass, and then just laugh my ass off as they're all skipping on one foot to the toilet. That is <laughs> uh, good times. Good times. Let me tell you that. Times, yeah. Man, about three or four of that in, you would not be skipping. You're just walking barefoot. Yeah, you wouldn't care. But actually, it's, if it's your first beer, it's 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 fine, man. Like I, I've realized, like my well, I when I still drink beer, or it's been a year, but never mind. Um, I can like, go like to about five five thirty threes, which is would be like almost two liters of beer, and I'll be like, I'm yeah. all right, I'm mm-hmm. all right. And then and then once it kicks in, yeah, then you know everything happens. Yeah, then, yeah that's I'm when the four choices yeah. are made. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, merchant beers are very strong too, right? I mean, like, like uh, a lot of people, you know, like like in Vietnamese, like culture, we used to, we used to like you know drink as as much beer as you should, but you know, but for merchant beers, usually you should just drink like two to three bottles, and then that that should be good, you know. So yeah. that's 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 a difference. Is, is Vietnamese beer how how much percent is it? It's like four percent or. You know? Yeah, probably around like five, yeah, six. But yeah. well, like the Belgian is five and a half. Five, five, it's usually five, five and a half percent. Like the, the Stella Artois, which by yeah, the way, Artois, yeah, I know the Artois, yeah. Which also, by the way, fuck you, Australia, for making it on your own. Like, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. All the beers here the same. It doesn't taste the same because the groundwater is different, and it's also in my. I, I was there, I think, in two thousand seven or eight. It was like what eleven eleven dollars for a bottle? What the fuck am I drinking? Wine? <laughs> how, how does suppose you suppose like this makes no sense? It's so expensive. Yeah, yeah, and dude. It's shit. It's, yeah, and it's shit. Australia is uh, is a bad place to be a smoker and an alcoholic, <laughs> unless you drink wine. Then it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, wine. but I can't do wine. I I could do I could do um. There's like this thing my mate from San Francisco taught me is that you drink, uh, a, like you have a glass of whiskey, which is Irish whiskey at Jameson. Yeah. And then you have a jug of just beer. Yeah. And oh, yeah. you just drink that. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, how are you? Yeah. How are you alive? <laughs> oh, no, but <laughs> after all these times. That, but that's, I mean, I, yeah, that's a yeah. chaser. That's a chaser. That's that's a, that's a classic alcoholic move, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I do. I mean, I have a shot of something. Uh, we used to do, and I chase it down with beer to get the burning feast sensation off. You know, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I used to use pickle juice. I used to do pickle juice. Pickle juice? Not every what bar has pickle juice. That's uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That is true. That is true. Yeah, because yeah. like, I always I hang out at dive bars a lot, so they have a lot of snacks. <laughs> Do they also have like uh, cooked eggs in a jar? Yeah, like for, like uh, like salted eggs and shit. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's that is fucking the most disgusting mm. thing ever when you look at it and like four <laughs> beers and you're like. I'm gonna <laughs> four of those, please. You just like, with your eyeballs. Those are eyeballs. I'm gonna uh, eat eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Belgians also drink beer with chocolate too. You know, like you know, like like in some places, like when you go there and say, "Yeah, I want to try some beer tasting and chocolate tasting," and then yeah. they give you like a small set of like different types of beer, and then they got you some dark chocolate to to go with. You know. 
it's it's yeah. weird, right? It's tourism, man. It's tourism. That's like Belgians themselves. Yeah. What they eat a lot with uh, with beer is a, a plate of cheese and a plate of head, as they call it. And head is this kind of like um, it's basically some kind of like sausage jelly, which is made out of the remnants of pig and cow and whatever. That uh, you have no idea what's in it. Uh, but, but you eat it with mustard, so that you don't really taste what you're eating. <laughs> and it's really good when you drink. That's fucking, that's weak, bro. That's weak. Like, Vietnamese <laughs> people will eat, like, fucking, what is it? You drink beer, like, you, um, we, cause when I was in college in Vietnam, I went to this university, which is like, technology. Yeah. Uh, by Khoa, and then, um, well, put Technology between between uh, <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's like I spent my first so it's like a five year degree, right? My first two years was spent fucking learning either uh, fundamentals of like you know the fundamentals of physics and maths and communism and whatnot. <laughs> Literally, there was fucking like I failed like a couple of subjects like the ideology of communism and I oh, failed it. Right? Marxism, Leninism. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, like yeah, psychology. We, yeah, we have to learn that. Yeah, we oh have my to learn God. that. Yeah, so like that was my first two years, and then because it was so fucking depressing, uh, we always like go, go fucking like just drink during just lunch break. We just go drink, and then go back at like two p.m. and start the whole fucking afternoon just shit faced. Um, wow, I didn't realize that Vietnamese people are basically just Russians with a tan. I remember like going, walking into like a fucking like a uh, 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 communism, like ideology class. It's absolutely fucking shit faced. And then like the lecturer asked something about like, you know, I guess fucking means of production. And I'm just like, <laughs> I just laughed really fucking loud. And then I got, I got sent out and I failed the subject. Um, yeah. But I remember like eating, eating, uh, drinking beers during lunch and just eating something called chow lam, which is like, uh, rice, yeah, porridge, like rice congee, congee with intestines, like pork intestines. Yeah. Which is, sounds disgusting, but it's fucking good. It's very nice. Like, Mm -hmm. it's good shit. Pig is a great animal, man. Yeah. It's good about it. It's a beautiful animal. They smart. They taste too good when they're not smart anymore. They're so mm-hmm. versatile. You can use their skin for so many different purposes, uh, like to practice tattoos. You freaks, but just oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. True. It's also like for every kind of like a TV show where they have to do something where where skin is cut or everything. It's always thick because it's, it's always thick. It's always um, the closest to human skin and human skin tone. Yeah. And and human oh. and human meat as well, apparently, because apparently people use like the forensics. Uh, what is it? The forensics people we actually use for bu- bullet impact pork. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like pork to actually study like the what is it? The breaking downs of humans' um, remains and shit like that. Composed. Um. Yeah, and then yeah, like ballistics and shit like that too. That is really, like, man, man, good shit, good shit. <laughs> It's right. funny that you talked about Marxism Leninism because that's something uh, <laughs> No, but I, I left uh, I left Russia when I was eleven years old. So I, I left in ninety one and oh, yeah, basically yeah. I left Soviet Union. So I still had a few of those yeah. classes back there as well. But for me the funnest class was I don't know if you had this it was a class just called work. 
That was the name of the subject, which in itself is so fucking communist. I love it. And and the thing was is that was basically we're just I was ten years old and we're in this class with all kind of uh, saws and hammers and all kind of things which a ten year old should not be next to, like fucking circle saws. And, <laughs> and like you're ten years old, like oh that's cool. Let's see what that does with my fingers. And then uh, our teacher was this complete alcoholic that would just start every class by lying with his head on the on the on the desk for five minutes, just breathing. <sighs> and they were just like, okay, you fuckers. They were gonna do the same thing we did last time. We're gonna make some chess pieces. You know how to fucking do it. So leave me the fuck alone. They just go back to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, it was, that was so fucking great, man. I kind of miss that. We're gonna lie. I've learned I know, a lot. I know. Like free range education is the best kind of education because, like, if like it's natural selection. If you die, you die. If you if don't, you then die. you mm. learn. Yeah, <laughs> and you learn so much. Like, for example, don't give a how do you call it? Like a, a nice pick to uh, the bully of the class. That is, oh that, yeah, that's very good. That is a very easy way to lose an eye. Yeah, mm. or, or no, I, I just, he just stuck to my, in my, I just, well, I was sitting down, like he just put it on my ass and just went all the way in my buttock. Just like, and oh, the whole man. thing is, I shouted and like, and the teacher's like, what, why are you shouting? Like, he, he just stopped me in my ass. And the teacher just started laughing, like, ha ha ha, that's funny. <laughs> this is the most wrestling <laughs> class ever. Funny, go to the doctor, but ha ha ha. <laughs> and then probably the doctor would laugh at you too, the right? The doctor laughed as well, <laughs> like, <laughs> You just get a bad day. Uh, that guy again. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, uh, something very universal about things getting put into your ass. You know. <laughs> always funny. Always funny. Always He's funny. bleeding. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, so. Okay, so we're just talking about beers and so we're, we're, not even, we're not talking about beers at all. We gotta all. keep doing this all the podcast through. It's alright, right. I mean, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so yeah, that thing, uh, good, good, content, very, good content. Very good content. Um, but yeah, but yeah, we, um, you know, we, of course, we know that we live in, in Belgium, in Lubin for a couple of years, so he's just gonna talk to us about, uh, his experience there. Uh, so yeah, in this segment, Hui Hui in the land of the Belgians. Yes, as you all know, Hui in Russian is a dick, but uh, also there's a city in Belgium named Hui, but I think I would refer the Russian one that being related to the Belgians one in, uh, in this uh, instance. <laughs> Man, you you look like you're singing the Soviet Union national anthem on that picture on the left-hand side. I was. Just real I, fucking I was, proud. Just I was. real proud. His face was really red. Yeah. That's uh, that's my tie five too. Yeah, just, you look uh, like you just got like heckled by such a racist remark that you don't know what to say back. You're like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Go go back where? What? <laughs> what? Ching Chong? Yeah. Oh, oh. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Don't worry, it's cool, it's cool. It's, uh... <laughs> so yeah, I, I just uh, finished my university in uh, Vietnam, and I and there's this uh, breakup with uh, this girl. So like, I, I don't know what to do next. So I decided, you know what? I'm already uh, depressed enough to uh, be accepted by the Belgians. So yeah, I decided to go to Belgium. During that time, and actually, my first university in Vietnam was a German university. So, like, it's 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 very weird too. Like, yeah, it's a Vietnamese German university, and then you got like 
uh, teachers, uh, professional. He uh, fly. He would fly all the way from Germany to Vietnam. You know, he, so he would just you know teach uh, us, and then uh, during his free time, he would go out there and try to molest some uh, Southeast Asian kids. I think Lovely. because like oh. you know he looked like one. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh... Are you? Would you like to share the experience with us, Hui, or is this? I feel like you need to slide down on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a safe space, but you know, if you're uncomfortable for sharing, uh, we could just talk about Belgium. You know, I'm just saying. Just leave the pedophilia alone and just talk about you know the perpetrators. (laughs) You don't have to say his name. Just give us co-words. Yes. (laughs) Blink with your eyes if he's still there. Uh, Derek there, seems very uh, silent right now. Like, uh, do you uh, have some kind of? I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to think if we have the same perpetrator. <laughs> <laughs> you, but um, yeah, we, uh, so um, um, what did you study? Uh, what did you study in Belgium? Oh, uh, uh, um, uh, it's a, it's a, a hockey school, uh, Leuven Limburg, Limburg. Yeah, so like that, you know, like in Belgium, like there's this uh, region called Limburg, and then like usually like this, they they a little bit like environment of the France uh, Brabant, right? Sergey, so, okay, like you know, when when you uh, tell people that you're from Limburg, the people would try ah oh, another another fucking person from Limburg, right? Uh, how long did you live in Limburg? Uh, I'm, I I I was living in Leuven for three years. Yeah. Yeah. Leuven is not in Limburg. Yeah, but still, you know, my university is like Leuven and Limburg. And Limburg, like okay. That. I love how you yeah. lived there for that long. You still can't pronounce it. It's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is. That's right. how much he cares. That's how much he cares. He's like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I, I totally yeah. understand. I so understand. <laughs> Just makes complete sense. <laughs> yeah. So, like, on my first day, you know, like after I uh, left all my uh, stuff. In uh, my sister room, because uh, my sister she's in uh, Vietnam during she was in Vietnam during that time, so um, she let me just stay in her place uh, for quite some time. Yeah. So after I uh, I put my stuff in her room, I went out, go to like a restaurant, and then after the meal, I just asked the waitress, hey, uh, hey, do you know anywhere that they sell marijuana here? <laughs> And then, and then she said, no, I, I, I let, let, and then she just said, you know what, let, let me just ask my colleagues. And it's like, wow, like in a very fancy restaurant and people still, you know, like, all right, you want some uh, marijuana? I, I could go ask uh, them. And then, you know, and then she uh, returned and she said, no, we, uh, we, 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 we don't know any party. party. And after that, I realized that, uh, uh, I had to uh, make a call to my parents that I already arrived in Belgium, so that's that's my first day. You know, I just so you, you were like, I have to call my parents. Maybe they got some weed. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, give me some weed. Please. The only I don't I, the, the part I don't get is like if you go into a restaurant and you ask for some weed. Uh-huh. If they come back and they say no, that's a fucking lie. Because you know all the cooks would do drugs. Yeah, yeah. But in Belgium, it's, in Belgium, the cooks they, they don't smoke weed, man. They're into the hard stuff. So that is uh, they just yeah. cocaine, just just oh. meth and cocaine. No, we don't have meth here, thank fuck. Oh. But uh, it's a, it's yeah, a cocaine country. It's a co- co- cocaine Ooh, country. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, big yeah. time. Big time. <laughs> 
Antwerp. Mm. Antwerp is famous for cocaine, right? Bro, bro, bro. Uh, what we got in Antwerp? We got in Antwerp. We had, we had about uh, 11 grenades, uh, grenades blow up in the city this year. So it's basically just the dealers, which just uh, try to scare the other dealers. They just drive around and just imagine it's like a, it's the widest city. Well, not really, but <laughs> it's like a very wide country, Belgium, right? Um, and then you're just in the middle of the city, just like some guys driving around, just throwing grenades at buildings. Ooh. Just for the fun of it. And everyone wakes up like, ah, oh, we really, we really think that's a problem. And the, the government says this. Yes, yes, it is. So, in other news, <laughs> and it just, just, it just moves on, and it's just so weird. Yeah. But there's a lot. Yes, but, uh, did you ever, uh, get asked by the police, like, after certain incidents like that, uh, in, uh, Antwerp, you know, like, there's like a, a grenade exploded, and then, like, hours later, they just knock on your door asking, like, hey, do you know about this uh, situation, something like that? Uh, you're, you're, you're mute. You're mute. Uh, sorry. You're mute. You can't hear you. Sorry. sorry. I am not the profile, uh, not the ethnic profile for which the cops are. <laughs> <laughs> but how about the acting? Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is, guys. It is what it is. <laughs> and um, those oh, are the messenger, and they sure as hell are not going to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Hui, and also because other than studying, you also did some. You also. Joined the uh, the Belgian the local comedy scene. There. So what was it, what was it like? What was your what was your first gig like in in, uh, in Belgium? Oh, it was so nice, right, Sergey? Like that's the first time I met Sergey as well, and like it it was in Antwerp, right? So like, I actually, Lebowski, yeah, yeah, Lebowski. Yeah. Oh my god, I, I still miss that place, man. Like, it's it's a shame that uh, they closed down uh, that place yeah, because like. Yeah, the, the room is very cozy and everybody is very, very open-minded to a lot of stuff uh, that I said. So yeah, it's, it's still one of my favorite places, uh, to perform in, uh, Belgium. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It was a good time, man. It was a really good time. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Knowing you, we, those, the, those people must be very tolerable. Like you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Open, well, open-minded, you know. Uh, open-minded, yes. Uh, yeah, that? I mean, they, 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 they were not really, you know, they, they, they were still happy if I didn't do any racist uh, or any uh, Asian stereotypes, you know. So yes, it's all uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. They accept who for who you are. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it's it was also um, I remember the first time you came, like you had jokes, but you, you had a little problem with your pronunciation back then and we just had like uh, we're like trying to understand every joke we couldn't get every joke but like many belgians which is weird they say they speak english very well uh but they say yes i speak english very well it is my second language uh and but they don't so it's it's it, it, it's hard for them sometimes just to, to listen to english but you fucking killed i remember seeing Hugh kill one time in leuven in the rock cafe uh, I don't know if you remember that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, just fucking slayed the place. Because it was a younger crowd, it was like a more a college crowd, and they were like, you know, they, they actually want to try to listen to somebody talk. Uh, while it's like older people, they're like, I don't understand uh, a little bit, so I'm not even gonna listen. 
That's a thing about too short. Yeah, that 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 place is very cool too, you know, because it's a heavy metal uh, cafe. So they know they play heavy metal, and then they got drunk, and then they have this uh, uh, bi-weekly or something uh, comedy show. And it it was a Dutch speaking show, right? But like when when you yeah. uh, ask them, hey, can I perform in English? And they say, yes, it's it's totally fine here. So yeah, <laughs> very good time. Yeah. yeah. That's what, and also I got a chance to visit you in uh, in Belgium back in uh, was it 2018? Was it? Yes, it it was a funny story too because like me, uh, he he thought that Luvan Luvan Lanov is just another Luvan, so like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's weird for me that you guys met because I've met you both in completely like different parts of the world. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I met really, you, yeah, I met the uh, I met my in uh, Edinburgh during the French, and who I know from from Belgium. And then all of a sudden, like, you guys connect on the internet, like, oh, you just like podcast, like, oh, well, apparently all Vietnamese people do know each other, because how the hell? That is true. That's true, yeah. Especially being that, that new comedy. Yeah. That, was, that was kind of funny to me. <laughs> Yeah, I took the I took the wrong train uh, from uh, was it from Brussels to Leuven Saint Neuve? Um, yeah, because I thought you know Leuven Leuven same same thing, and then you know, oh, yeah, yeah, I had yeah. to take another train, so I missed uh, that show in in Antwerp because of it. Right? Oh yeah, exactly. I already forgot about that. Yeah, we don't yeah, know. But, we just yeah, but I mean, like, even the story of that city, you know, Leuven or like Leuven is is a weird one too, right? Because like during the past, there's like uh, French speaking Belgians in that city, and also there's the uh, Dutch uh, speaking Belgians, and then there was like a protest, and so the Dutch speaking uh, they actually they kicked the French speaking out. So so now I so in the end, the government had to create a city. Louvain Lanov, like the new Louvain, just for the French speaking, uh, Belgians. It's like, yeah. wow. This fucking country, man. Seriously, it's such <laughs> a so mess. <laughs> it's such a fucking mess. Yeah, it just, it just, it's kind of sad that it's like they, they care so much about the language. Because, first of all, the Flemish don't, don't speak French. And the French, they don't speak Flemish. And it's, it's all about the language. And somehow you're still supposed to be like one country. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a mess, man. It's, a, it's never existed in history, by the way. Belgium is such a made up concept. So it's yeah. so fucking weird living here. It was basically <laughs> just meant as a country to get rid of the fucking, of a, of a German prince from England who was supposed to get married to the English queen and that, that fucking bitch died giving birth. And she was like, I'm depressed. I'm going to get drunk for the next 13 years. And then the English, like, would you like to become the king of Greece? He's like, I don't like Greece. They're fighting with the Turks. Like, okay, fuck. What are we going to do next? And then, like, the Belgian... This is my- <laughs> yeah, but it's such a stupid story. Because then, because then, and then, and then the first king came by rowboat. He rode his way over the channel to arrive in Belgium in 1831. And everyone was like, here's our king. <laughs> It's such a retarded story. What the fuck? Like, I just know. It's, so very, it's very stupid. Imagine that. Like, like Vietnam. It's like the story of Vietnam. It's like we went through thousands of years of slavery and war-torn things. And Belgium is just like, there's a dude that liked drinking, that his wife died. Yeah, and then he... So some, someone food. gave him a country. Yes. Someone gave him a Bro. battle. Someone gave him a paddle. <laughs> row, 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 row a boat to the Belgian we go. 
<laughs> I mean, that's the best hangover treatment. Uh, you know, like just oh a hangover country. You know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's pretty bad. Imagine that. Just wake up one day. Just like, oh, here's the country. It's fucking go rule it. <laughs> that's nice. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. nice. It's, uh, that's, it's fucking, it's, it sucks. It so sucks because the only thing that top people talk about on the news here is all the time, like, Belgium has to split up. And they've been doing this for the last 60 years. Yeah. So, and mm. that's the whole, and that's the whole thing of the nationalism here, man. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I'm supposed, wherever you are, you have nationalists. I mean, Australia, for sure. Um, absolutely. Holy shit. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. In Ireland, well, oh yeah, and it's a different story. <laughs> it's a bit of a different story there. Uh, <laughs> you, you guys blow up buildings and shit, huh? No, no, it's like, well, it's over there, like up there, they would be blowing up shit. Uh, it's more like they're, 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 they're the same type. It's like you have diet, you have, uh, you have Pepsi and Coke. They're the same thing, yeah. but they don't. But somehow they see it's different things, right? You know, you have Protestant and Catholics, and you know, Protestant they don't want to join us, and then you have uh, some Catholics over there. They they want to join, but they couldn't. Uh, so you know, best way is to blow up some shit and hopefully gain attention. That and is, and, yeah, so it's like that for that for that's that for that for the next eight hundred years, you know. <laughs> and in Vietnam, do you have like Viet- Vietnamese nationalists? Oh, of course. Like, oh, uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, so, it's, I don't, it's not very. It's not very. Um, what is it? Um, clear that there, there 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 isn't really a line, but there's like this very conservative. Uh, population where, because we went through war with the French and then, um, the Americans, they're just like, the colonial, like, you know, countries and the capitalists are evil. Like, that's just how it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. then, then there's the Chinese. Close yeah. The oh my God. Holy Jesus Massive, fucking uh, Christ. Neighbor oh my door. God. So, uh, oh. it's like, you know, England and, uh, the English and the Irish, but, uh, the double, about ten times that. That's worse. Yeah, it's like it's... English and the Irish, only there's like a shitload more English. <laughs> <laughs> like there's two billion of them. Yeah. <laughs> like the Irish, the way they say, oh, the Brits, if something happened, Britain would be like, the Brits are at it again. But for, yeah. for us, it'd be like, oh, the Chinese at the borders again. <laughs> yep. That's that. Oh. And it's like, I, I, it's so crazy because like, we were never taught anything about it. It's just in our fucking blood. It's in our DNA. We grew up listening to people talking about it to the point where it's, it almost feels natural to talk about that kind of conflict so naturally. Like, like a lot of people like here, cause I moved to Australia and a lot of people are like Asians or same or like, um, or I see a lot of like Chinese restaurant and Vietnamese restaurant and its similarities and instantly people are like, Fuck no. Like, fuck no. Don't fucking, no, no, no. It's just like, like not until I left Vietnam did I realize that that is an actual thing. And it actually is quite scary because like no one taught us to hate like that. Yeah. It's just like quite natural. It's like <laughs> dogs. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, after the Vietnam War, you know, we got, like, Vietnamese war refugees, and then you got the people who stay in Vietnam, you know, the, the, the victors. And I think, like, China is, is, like, something that they could agree on. 
Like, yeah, yeah that is true. That is true. Yeah. That is true. I can, I can vouch for this. Um, cause like here, there's a massive, in Australia, there's a massive population of like South Vietnam refugees. And they just hate North Vietnam people. Just hate yeah. them. Like I, like there are suburbs that I go to that I cannot talk in like Northern accent to Vietnamese people. It's that bad. Yeah. But then one day there was like, uh, th- like this, like, uh, Chinese, like, ship just doing some weird shit with, like, Vietnamese ship, like, yeah. fishing boat or some shit. And it got onto, like, the newspaper, like, the Vietnamese newspapers in Australia. Yeah. And then all these, like, refugee old, like, southern Vietnamese dude are just like, fucking fuck the Chinese government. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's something that we can agree on. And <laughs> I started speaking in, 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 in northern, um, Vietnamese accent and they all stared at me. I'm like, okay, we're still not cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How much of a difference is there in, in, in the, in the accent? Is it very, uh, it's like, very, yeah. I think there's a variety of accent in, in Vietnam because you have, uh, Vietnam okay. is divided to, technically okay. divided to three parts. You have the, the north, the, uh, the central part and then yeah. south. Yeah. Well, the central is divided between uh, northern central and southern central, and so you have different. Yeah, so the accent <laughs> varies. <laughs> is it also like different cities have different accents? Yeah, uh, even very yeah, much to so. That, to to, to so that point, yeah. So, so. Um, like my my parents came from a different every uh, region with a different accent. They moved down south, so they start speaking in a southern accent. Uh, so there's not an accent and you, you go are to like, Are there like stereotypes between the cities? Like, like, oh, that guy's from that city, so he fucks sheep or. Oh, like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yes, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. yeah what do you guys them. say? What do you guys say? Like, give, give me a few of those. That sounds amazing. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's the central part of Vietnam. And it's, it's weird, you yeah. know, that there's still a very hate, like certain hatred towards people who came from yeah. that. Right, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, he, that that guy come from. So Thanh so so Thanh Hoa, yeah, Thanh Hoa is a province in like the northern central part of Vietnam, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh the stereotype of that place is that everyone is very cheeky. Everyone is kind of like real fucking dodgy and shifty and shit because apparently that was like the really poor part of Vietnam back in the days. Yeah. So people used to like just kind of like you know you you know how the rail railroads works and they just fucking take the fucking steel rods out of them and go sell them. <laughs> so fat is like breaking. Yeah. You guys are oh, pretty pretty much man like fucking well we used to shoot fucking AK47s and shit. Yeah. yeah, but yours were like you. But you had the Chinese ones, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, Chinese ones as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Apparently, like the story was, the Soviets gave us a bunch of AK-47s, and then it went. The Chinese was supposed to deliver those, but then the Chinese took those AK-47s, made wrong. some more, yeah. and gave those Chinese AKs to us. Yeah. And I'm just Perfect. like. Well, yeah. Well, it's a good yeah. business that plan. That checks out. That's a good business plan. And also a lot of the characters <laughs> tend to be like articulated in like, uh, poems and proverbs. Like, uh, so, uh, so my parents, so my dad, particularly my dad, he came, he comes from this, uh, uh, province on the coast, so central, so around southern central. And one of the stereotypes is that people like, people there are, they're, they're either stingy or like they like, they like to argue. Okay. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, and also, you know, there's a majority of people who come from the central Vietnam, you know, to illegally go into uh, Europe, you know, 
So you got a bunch of human trafficking business. And there's this stereotypes. Say what? It's it's human smuggling. Trafficking and smuggling are very different business models. <laughs> there's there's a distinct difference between those models. Okay, speaking of experience, uh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, you said that that's the central part, right? Because it's like one ten. It's like yeah. on a bit on the map. It's like one ten strip of land, right? So and you know, and the weather yeah. weather wise, it's like the shittiest part because you get floods. Uh, you know, like really dry. Yeah, it's real fucking bad. Uh, dry summer. Like, um, and you know, you can't grow anything there, so you know, people are like really poor, so the only way they can like get anywhere is like either be, being really dodgy or they have to study hard. Yeah, so that's to like, get you know. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I mean like, uh, in some places, uh, in Vietnam, there's this place that is called, a uh, European Village. So the reason uh, for that is that, you know, like a lot of these people, you know, when they finally, uh, are in Europe, they would send back the money and then like, their relatives could be like very fancy houses, very fancy buildings in a very, you know, poor region. So like they, they call it the European village because like I, I, thought, money. I thought they were called because like everyone's very unfriendly and doesn't talk to their neighbors. <laughs> European village. That would make complete sense. They like British people too. <laughs> Definitely. That is bleak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, oh, so sort of like keeping up with this mentality of keeping up with the Joneses. You know, it's just, a, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's just, like, it's, it's so bizarre. Yeah. It's like Vietnam is very, like, I don't get it because here people move, you know, across borders from states to states, um, city to city without, you know, being really discriminated against. But then in Vietnam, because this country is so fucking long, like you sound different, you act different, you look different. Like even I was bullied growing up because I, I was like a kind of like a couple of shades a little bit darker than most of my friends. Like yeah. shit like that. It's so weird. What uh, what about Belgians? Uh, I heard, you know, there's a big difference between people from Ghent and then the people from Antwerp, right? And then people always hate people who come from uh, Antwerp, right? Well, people, well, yeah, people from other cities because they're insecure. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) True. The thing is, Antwerp is the biggest, the most populated city in Flanders. So because of that, that that does have an effect. So basically, the city itself is half a million. And then with the suburbs, it comes a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but then also, the city is also uh, was very Flemish. Uh, it was always a party town for a very long time. It had a, one of the hugest red light districts of Europe till about uh, the end of 2000. Um, and it also, also it's a support. So it's like, it's, it's you know, you get people from all over the world. We are second place in the world on the number of nationalities living here. We're mm-hmm. 100, I think if I'm not mistaken, 165 nationalities living in Antwerp in a city of half a million. So mm-hmm. it's very, di- it's wow. a very diverse city. Uh, that is dense. Yeah, that is very dense. But uh, it's also very, um, yeah, how could I say? It's, it's, it's very segregated to some fashion. So Belgium, yeah. Belgium, Belgium had a big problem with that. And Antwerp was very known for that. And many other cities, especially again, almost, always a very left-wing city because of the university and because of the socialist in the city hall uh, for his last 70 years or something. So there's right. a very mm-hmm. big political difference. So people from Ghent are like, yo, man, peace, love, smoke weed, free love, yeah, whatever. 
uh, people from Antwerp like, how about you get a job, Hebe? So that is basically, that's like the main difference. Like Antwerp doesn't have that Hebe vibe, and Jan very much has. Yeah. And Bruges, and Bruges, mm-hmm. and Bruges is just a fucking, oh, Bruce, yeah. it's a fucking Disneyland for, 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 uh, for, uh, pensioners. It's just like, hey, this is what Middle Ages look like. Remember? And that's it. <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> and Brussels is just a shit town because it's got about two million people living there. It's one of the poorest cities in Europe. 40% of the population lives under the poverty line. Mm-hmm. Um, huge segregation. Um, so there's, now right now there's fights with the police the last six months all the time. Between mm, the kids and lovely, got lots of gangs, lots of everything. So it's yeah, that city is completely fucked up. That's it's very, it's very European thing when it's the European capital, but they can't even solve poverty in the capital itself. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah, that is such a that is a very weird concept to me personally because all I've heard about Euro- Europe is like it's a very civilized place as a whole. No, it's not. No. Just, just look no. at Sergey, you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking know it. Look, look Fucking know it. Look, look, look at the boiler behind me. You know how my life is going, right? Like, nobody has this fucking computer room, like, next to the fucking boiler. This is not oh the first God. time I did group therapy, guys. This group. <laughs> this is group therapy. Yeah. This is very, yes, very 80s Soviet uh, uh, Union vibe. Yeah. This is, this is a support meeting, man. Support. It, it is. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, because you, you moved to, you recently moved to Germany from, from Belgium. Um, so what, what was, so what was your, so what's your impression? What's your reflection? Like, how would you summarize your experience in Belgium? Uh, so far, so far, all the beer that I taste in Germany is not as good, it's not as good as the one that I'm, that I drink in Belgium. So like, I'm, I'm looking forward to going back to Belgium just to get some more Belgian beers, man. That's, that's my first impression yeah. because like, but, uh, I Man, think that's you're really going for those Belgian papers, aren't you? Just <laughs> you're selling it so well right now. Oh my God. <laughs> you're like, you're like green card, guys. Green it's card. Just, like, just green card all the way through. <laughs> so we, uh, we're going to move to it's a good conversation. We're just going to play a little game. Um, it's, it's called, uh, name that Tintin comic. And you only have to give the wrong answers to it. Oh, I can do that. Yeah, we, uh, we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm gonna give the point to the to the chair <laughs> to the funniest answer, yeah. right? Uh, let's play. Um, right, Sergey, you start. Um, pedophile trying to catch his victim in Marrakesh. <laughs> mm. Um, Why people running away from their problems again in another <laughs> weird country? Very good. Very good. I don't know if I can top that. Fuck it hell. Give it a try. Give it a try. Uh, fuck, like, what is it? Market research for slavery? <laughs> <laughs> Points goes to Derek. Thank you. Very nice. Well done. Well done. Uh, second picture. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, it's okay. <laughs> when you go to mega convention, but they found out you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my fucking god! Wait. <laughs> uh. 
blue lives matter getting hanged by the police. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, um, Derek. Oh man, this one's hard. I cannot top that one, Sergey. Fuck it, hell. Oh, what is it? Uh, the uh, like Brokeback Mountain, the sequel. <laughs> nah, this is what is it? Uh, what? White people Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That's good. Uh, that'll yes. do. That'll do. That'll do. So this round goes to uh, Sergey. <laughs> that is. That is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, next. That. Next picture. All right. There's Sergey. Uh, first off, fuck you. Uh, second of all, cultural appropriation by Belgians. They're doing a Russian dance. Can you see, guys? It's yeah, they do. Yeah, they do the Russian dance. That's definitely. This is. This is. Oh no! I've got one. Uh, what Europeans think communism looks like. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. Oui? Um, uh. Why people happy uh, after being sent an Asian dinner? <laughs> no, that's I like that. That's sweet. That's oh man, no idea. I probably have to skip this one. <laughs> right, so points go to Hui. Thank you. So, yeah, it's a tie at the moment, so we're going to go to the final two. Right. Oh. Okay. <laughs> when you realize you only should have done half the pill. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Now, uh, we... What is that? Uh, maybe white people try Asian mushroom? Maybe? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. Talk about white people, man. I feel kind of triggered, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just discrimination. Um, when the sign says wet paint. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yes, um, point goes to Sergey. Yeah, he's in, he's in the lead now. Um, right, so There's, the final my, my one. Friend, let's be honest, there are no winners here. Let's no. Comedy <laughs> is the winner. <laughs> There's no winners in this game. Okay. Right, and uh, the final oh, one. Oh, no. Sergey, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> okay, watch out, guys. <laughs> Wait, give me a second here. I'm just, uh, just thinking. Uh, 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 um. Mark Zuckerberg um, goes on vacation. <laughs> That's it. He's going to keep it easy. Yeah. Right. Uh, we... Tintin about to get uh, ripped off. So many options. He's about to get robbed. French colonialism colorized. <laughs> nice. That's really nice. That's really nice. Woo! So yeah, Derek and Sergey are joint winners, but Kami is uh, the real winner. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. Can you can you make that the name of the podcast? Comedy is the real winner, guys. <laughs> we'll do, we'll do. Yeah, that's the win. 
<clears throat> anyway, yes. Anyway, uh, thank you, you guys, for uh, for a great for a very for for a very good episode. Uh, yes. Uh, first of all, thanks to our special guest Sergey Lubanski. Thank you very much. Woo! Man, it's been lovely, dude. Uh, to our panelists, Rigoan and Derek. Woo-hoo. Right. See you next time, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, so much. <laughs> All right. See you soon, Sergey. See you, see you, see you man. Bye-bye. See you, man. Go to your work.